Yeah, baby. Um, Pat, you got anything funny to say? Any drinks you want to drink? Oh, yeah, I got something funny. You know, you, uh, <laughs> you ever take a handful of hot dogs and just throw them up in the air and say, hot dog! This is hot garbage. This sounds like shit. No one's going to buy that. Is it a hit? <laughs> Loved it the first time. Love it more the second time. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Is It A Hit, where you, the listener, can uh, join us on this, uh, this transversal through a canal. Sometimes you get stuck in the middle of the canal, sometimes you don't. Definitely not referring to anything in the media right now, more of just uh, what's going on in my head. But, uh, it won't make sense three weeks later, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is right on time. Um, <laughs> Well, speaking of Canal, I'm your host, Max. Uh, I'm joined by my co-host, Pat. And, uh, you know, the the biggest ship in that canal, that ship is Nasty Nathan Sharp. Here we go. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Claps for old Nasty Nate. Nate, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah. I'm a human disaster, people. (laughs) (laughs) That's it? That's all? I think that's the only thing we can say in this situation. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Human disaster. Oh man. And all what our a, and we what put... a week. What a week for disasters. Can we talk about that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about ships, right? <laughs> sure, yeah. We're not talking about your haircut. Hey oh. You got saw it? it? You saw my uh saw my post? But yeah, it's a good post. Yeah. Except well, for that picture. Was, yeah, I was trying something new. Um yeah. Uh I had him take some of the skin off, which I've never done before. Yeah, you um, cut the hair, took the skin. That's that's a it's a bold yeah. move. But I think the kids are gonna like it. My kids don't, but the other kids will. Oh well like I was saying like the kids, like I'm saying the youth, right? The uh the people that will buy things from us. I think they'll like it because you know, it's weird to get like scalped. And only take the skin. It's, it's, I mean, it's, you guys should have seen the procedure. It is intense. But, uh, it's definitely the weirdest toupee I've ever seen. Yeah. Just skin. Skin with hair. Just hair on top of bleeding scalp. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just exposed head. Oh my God. (laughs) One time (laughs) when I was out shopping, I, uh, I was uh, pulled up how my did, cart. How did this remind you? Hold of on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> One time when I was out shopping, pull my, you know, I hate shopping. Drive. I stop. I, I get all my groceries to put them in the bin and I'm dry. I'm pushing the cart and I stop and I'm waiting in t- in my turn for the register. Okay. In front of me, there is an old man. Very and, relatable experience. Yes. Okay. This old man had exposed <laughs> he bone. had one he had one cart on his thumb <laughs> no he had exposed bone on the back of his head just oh, staring at me i'm not joking and it was like and he and this he had a mask on this was before uh covid so he had the he had the 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 face mask on so it was covering his nose and mouth and uh yeah, he was just walking around with uh, with a bald spot, and then also within the bald spot, a bone spot that was just 
it was just discolored bone hanging out in the middle of a store. And then he turned around confident as, as I've ever seen a man and was like, hello, how are you? And we just talked for a little bit. And he just like, I think it was just him being nice and being like, don't worry about the bone spot without saying that. And we just talked and he was a normal man and he was nice. Just an old dude with his bone, ex- the head bone exposed, just fucking walking around in the world. I forgot about that until just now. Fuck yeah, man. Your toupee, very cool, even cooler, bone hat. <laughs> Well, I'm writing down Bone Hat as a possible song lyric. Um, yeah, I didn't think that you were going to have a relevant story when I talked about it. <laughs> yeah. That. So kudos to Pat for uh, taking this conversation one step further and not going off on a tangent that didn't mean anything. Um, well,. I, I don't even know how to, how to uh, segue into talking about last week's episode because that was too on point. But you know what else is on point? The song last week, right? Oh, there it is. That's a hit. That's uh, right. Nate's yeah. song last week, I personally loved. Uh, the I have the name written down as Fantastic Bird Boy. Nate, you have a different name for that song? Uh, I think I had originally named it uh, Pat Bad. But Fantastic Bird Pat Boy. Bad. Pat Bad. Uh, yeah, Fantastic like Bird Boy. Boy. It might be a better name. It might it might sell more. We're about money here. Yeah, yeah definitely. Pat Bad no one's, is... Yeah, yeah, no one's no, going to read... No one's going to believe Pat's bad. You know, it's like, okay, so you got our attention, but this can't be right. You know, so yeah, I think Fantastic Bird Boy is the way to go. Yeah, and I love that song. I, I really like the uh, experimental nature of it. I like the... Uh, I like the track you used for the the music in it. That was really cool. Um, what'd you like about that song, Pat? Well, I'll say that you know, this is the first time where I wanted to dislike a song and I just couldn't find a reason to. And uh, I, I wish I didn't like that song, but I do. And that's one of the better ways you can get a hit out of somebody. That's cool, man. You really you you, you won me over with some weird samples, which is tough to do. So yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, the way it was, the way you spoke matter of factly about absurd things, you know, that kind of, like I said, kind of reminded me of they might be giants. I like that stuff. So you're doing a good job, Nasty Nathan Sharp. You're doing a good job. Yeah, you're definitely helping, uh, helping me with uh, income because I got nothing else going on. Yeah. This is, I'm, I'm like this the, is only the only money I make. You know, I'm like a good OnlyFans. I'm here to please the people. Yeah. Cash. Well, we should. So I'm going to hear that you're o- pleased, Pat. We should, do, <laughs> we should do a website called Only Friends, where friends just make money for you. Yeah. Only friends. Only friends, and yeah. uh, you would add people to it. Um, like after a bad date, just kind of like add them to it. <laughs> let them friend. know, like yeah, it's, it's a friends own website. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> only friends. <laughs> Different than I, what I thought, but I like that one better. Yeah, you start getting like harassing phone calls or texts, too many texts. You just take that number, you add them to your only friends list, and then, you know, it's going to, they're going to know that you added them to that list. And then uh, what else can we do with that website? It's got to do something for, it blocks all the, you know, uh, dick pics and it blocks out all the negative vibes and mansplaining and anger and incel related messaging. 
you know. But but I think it could also lead to someone thinking that it was an OnlyFans page for friends, and then you just send your friends dick pics. Maybe that's how we we you make money off the dick pics sent to you. How's that? So yeah, like deal. You, yeah, there's the, you're recycling dick pics for money. Urethra. It, I mean, you're recycling. <laughs> Urethra. What a plan. Yeah, this is a good idea. I think we should do this. Uh, all right, let's on get it. on it before. Yeah, before let's, let's register that URL. Yeah. Onlyfriends.com. Yeah. Um, well, make money off the dick pics they send to you. Yeah. <laughs> make money off others' dick pics. Yeah. Or, you know, women's dick. Chick dick pics, dick dick pics. That's a little different, yeah. but you could still do it. My uh, my father in law's name is uh, Rick, and for a while I was uh, I was I was making this joke about him sending me Rick pics. <laughs> yeah, how do you, how do you like that? Uh, I don't think he really got it, but others got it. Like uh, he like, oh, I'll send you a picture of this. I'm like, oh, you're gonna send me a Rick pic? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Just sneak him in there so he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, I could have just said Dick Pick, but he doesn't go by Dick. Yeah. But he also yeah, makes fun of people with the name Dick, which I think is really funny. I'm like, isn't that your name? He's like, Haha, isn't that guy short? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good job. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so I was listening to uh, a previous podcast of ours. We were talking about Sean Connery, and we were quoting Sean Connery. And I think this is the first time I'm ever going to um, actually myself on this podcast. All right. Because I was talking about how Sean Connery was, was, uh, he was, he was doing a quote from, uh, in a movie trailer. And I kept saying it was the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And I feel bad because I somehow, I don't know why, what made me think of this, but I was second guessing myself and I was actually wrong. And it wasn't the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen that he said the quote, this is merely the beginning. What was it? It was the 1998 classic. Not to confuse anyone, but it was the Avengers. What? Not, not the Avengers you're thinking of, Pat. It was the Avengers, the remake of the 1960s TV show with Uma Thurman and Ray Fine. Wow. I have zero memory of this. Well, you shouldn't, because I didn't either when I was talking about it a couple weeks ago. And <laughs> just want to apologize to all of our hitsters out there uh, that were contacting me, which was, in fact, nobody. It was just me second-guessing myself and then researching mm. it and realizing I was wrong. Mm. Yeah, But that was yeah. the movie, so it was The Avengers. Sorry, everyone. I just had to get that off my chest. It was eating at me. We're good on Finding Forrester, right? That quote? Oh, we are crystal clear on Finding Forrester. You're the man now, dog. Fantastic. Entrapment. Crystal clear on Entrapment. Yeah, he's playing both sides, right? Oh, he's playing every single side there is. And I I was looking at his filmography. Man, that guy really was selective in his movies towards the end of his career. And uh, yeah, it was like, yeah, Dragonheart, Entrapment. (laughs) Uh, he, he showed up real quickly in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and it was a couple movies here and there, but it really wasn't very many. Finding Forrester and 
It was, about, like, uh, it was like one movie every like three years. It was really not very many. And then he and then he didn't make one after uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And then he passed away what last year? Oh yeah. yeah. It just you know got to the point where you know I think he he made a lot of you know very iconic roles and you know he he had decided that it was time to go time to Man, not time to die not time to die time to retire. That's what I meant. I didn't mean time to go. I meant time to retire, not time to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah, boy. I hope I don't get canceled for that. No, we'll cancel you for the sexual harassments. Um, but, yeah, the, they'd be so nice to be in a position where you're basically playing yourself in every role. I think I think Sean Connery really knew what he was doing there because every role was exactly the same. Like he was a dragon, and he was still just kind of like some like Scottish guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> he, he was. A, a, he was. I, I'm I'm not Scottish. I'm a dragon. Yeah, I'm not Scottish. <laughs> I'm a dragon. That's good, <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you know, great guy. R.I.P. I yeah, really like that guy. Definitely like my top five favorite James Bonds. Um, oh, everybody loves Sean Connery. Go look up his uh, his interviews. You know, he's he does a great interview with Barbara Walters. Just check that one out. You'll be you'll fall in love with him all over again. Uh, yeah, just hang out. I'll just watch it right now. <laughs> and uh, oh god, he's naked. Yeah, That's weird. Well, Did not see yeah. that coming. Nope, but uh, he 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 owns it. You know what I mean? Like that's a big part of why people got him in movies because people just loved him. You know, doesn't matter what he's wearing. So nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, we could rehash some uh, Sean Connery stuff, or we could move forward in our development on this podcast. Right? We should do that. Right? Sure. I'm with you. Up and onwards. Yeah, moving onward. Um, Nate's playing Street Fighter, so he's moving onward on you know the next level. Uh, but uh, we, uh, I, I, I was thinking this week that I, the last year, it's been about a year since this pandemic started, and there's 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 something that I've been missing in my life. You know, it's it's not the social interaction with people. It's not the traveling. It's not the you know openly conversing and spinning in your, you know, coworkers faces, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the, uh, the, the thing that I miss the most is the office banter and the catchphrases around the office. Yeah. You had um, catchphrases. Oh, just, you know, not the, when I say catchphrases, I mean, just more like the office nomenclature, you know, the, uh, the, uh, Oh, what'd you do this weekend? Or the, uh, no, oh, how are the kids? Oh boy. Uh, Timmy's really grown up or, Hey, Susie, how's the new Camaro? You know, the, uh, the, the banter around the office. And, uh, I kind of wanted to, uh, uh, take the time to, cause I, I really like the, when we talked about inspirational phrases mm-hmm. and I think there's a wealth of song material around office banter. Yeah. What do you think yeah, about definitely. that? What do you think about that, Nate? Is that, is that, uh, is that an area you want to peruse? Um, I haven't really mentally perused it yet, so I'm I'm fascinated okay. by the concept. And we've been doing a lot of uh, there's been a lot of jobs related talk. So you know, 
Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm willing to go a little yeah, further not? into the jobs game. Everyone's got, you know, everyone's got a good, a good job story. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You know what? My favorite office, like you know, talk is, is like what? the the hurried boss. When they come in, they're like they, they just like kind of rush into the office and like hurriedly unpack, and they're just like, "How's everyone doing? You okay?" And they're like embarrassed that they're like five minutes late, and they're just like, "We good in here? Is everybody doing all right?" And they're just like nervously unpacking their lunch, and they're putting their bags here and there, and then they forgot something in their car, so they have to run back out. That's my favorite office banter. Yeah. It's like I forgot my PowerPoint clicker. Yeah, it's like it's okay. You're all right. You don't know. We're all here. We're all adults. You hired us. Yeah, absolutely. We're fine. Don't worry. I think, I think once this COVID thing calms down, I'm going to lose all my banter. Like I I think of it kind of the same way that like, you know, pre COVID I would eat food on plates. You know what I mean? And now I just kind of grab balls of food in my hand and eat over a sink. You know, because of COVID, who cares, right? So you just, I don't know if anybody else is just kind of eating handfuls of food over the sink. But, like, I think I lost a lot of key skills that you needed to be a functioning human. You know, when you come into the office saying hi, hey there, good morning. You say good morning with a weird inflection. Good morning. Letting them know. Yeah, letting them know. I see you, but I'm moving on. Good morning. And, um... I have that same thing with how I eat. I just, I, I don't think I'll ever go back to using utensils when I got these mitts, you know? I'm a big yeah. eating right off the utensils. cutting board fan. Oh, yeah? It feels classy. It feels so, like, you know, it feels like being being served at a high-end place where you got, you know, you ever see a picture on the internet of cheese and salami on a nice cutting board? Maybe some Oh, yeah, slices. that is nice. Yeah. You can just serve what kind of fruits with you, that, except what kind well, of fruits you slicing up? Well, uh, let me think. I'm slicing up some mangoes recently. Got some mangoes, and uh, oh, mangoes is are everything delicious. bagel a fruit? <laughs> <laughs> Your charcuterie board has mango and everything bagel. Listen, but you, it's cut you, into you do what you know. It's cut into like circles, like you know, yeah. from the yeah. it's, cut, it's cut like a pie. <laughs> oh man, that's great! That's a wonderful charcuterie board. No salami, no cheese, just mangoes and bagel. I'd pay twenty eight dollars for that. Yeah, I feel like that's like a you know all those like those charcuterie boards that you get at like a bar or anything like that. They're always really overpriced and they have like a whiff of food on them. They always like get like a smell of what a meal would be when you order them. And yeah, they cost just the as board. much as like an entree. Yeah, you really are. Show me this board. What kind of boards y'all dealing with? Oh, good board. Here's 10 Ooh, bucks. This is a fancy board. Yeah. I wish there was, you know, a couple more slices of prosciutto though. This is... This is just like a thin veil, just a tiny little, the, the thinnest slice of prosciutto. Oh, it's so thin and, I can see right through it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you're going to pay through the through the teeth for it. God. So anyway, yeah. Shakuri boards, garbage. Bagel or mango, who cares? Next. What's your, what else you got on your shakuri board, Nate? <laughs> 
What else I got on my charcuterie board? Huh. Well, you got to have something sweet on there. So either like a squirt of honey or like a, you know, a handful of gummy bears. Um, <laughs> let's see what Melted else you got. J- like naturally there's going to be some, um, you know, like when you cut a tomato on a wooden cutting board and some of the seeds crust on, like once you just leave yeah. it. Yeah. It's got some of those protein. <laughs> um, Man. Now, it's a good Nate, board. Do you prefer the you prefer the gummy bear or the gummy worm? Ooh, I'm a gummy bear man. Gummy worms are too substantial okay. because you want a bite. You want like a small bite for flavor. With gummy worms, I can't tell if they're actually different flavors in the different colors or if it's just multicolored okay. of the same flavor. Yeah, I think that with gummy bears though as well. Oh, gummy bears are definitely different. Taste the clear gummy bear. And then tastes like any other it's gummy pineapple. Bear. Yeah, you already yeah, know it. So gummy bears are different yeah. flavors. Eh. Uh, that's true. You get, you got it. But I think you they're all it. pineapple. They could all be pineapple. <laughs> See, okay. Uh. So you, the thing you miss most about the office is gummy bears. Got it. <laughs> yeah, you know it's lunchtime. We have stayed on topic. You make yourself up a nice gummy charcuterie board. <laughs> That sounds pretty good. If I went to a restaurant and they offered a gummy charcuterie board, I would. It'd be hard for me not. It'd be like the hit of the menu. I'd be like, I don't yeah. know if I can say no to this. I think I, I noticed, have to see it. I've noticed a lot of. Uh, well, I haven't noticed, but I, I saw it on Twitter. Uh, there, a lot of uh, breweries um, in in certain cities. You know, the the local ordinance will say, in you know, like in order to be a you know to serve beer, you have to like be a restaurant too. So places will serve like hilariously shitty charcuterie boards and just be like you know lunchables but on a plate or like gummy bears but on a plate to like make it look like they're serving you food yeah. so i've seen those a lot lately of breweries that they go yep this is our food we're serving we yeah. have to we're a restaurant we yeah think. i do the same thing with meals kind of like the opposite though like if i'm eating i have to have a drink with with my meal to call it a meal, you know? So I'll just like have a tall glass of grain alcohol with every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And, um, that's normal. I think it's just what you're supposed to do, but yeah, that's the, you gotta, you gotta find a way to get that booze in you, you know, any way you can. That's right. Um, what, uh, what kind of, uh, so I was talking about office banner. What, uh, I feel like there's a lot of office catchphrase, like, uh, uh, nomenclature that you only use the office, but there's there's a lot that I've encountered that I, the few times that I do get on video calls in my work that I absolutely hate. Go on. Um, there, there's there's a couple in particular. There's one uh, that I'm thinking about right now that is uh, anytime someone's running a meeting and they finish the meeting early, they always say, "Well, I guess I'll give you back 15 minutes of your time." Oh my god, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. That one, it makes me laugh every time. I told my boss this one time and I think she, she says it as a joke in our team meetings. Cause I, she knows that I hate it, but then I can, I can, I can hear her snickering on the, on the other line when we're in a call and someone says that cause she knows that I hate it so much, Yeah. but it's, it's just like, yeah, you've, you've enslaved us, but thanks for this, these minutes back. Appreciate it. Yeah. 
Like I wasn't going to use this time to do yeah. just other work. The work yeah. that you had me, I had to wait yeah. to do because of this meeting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I have this time booked off the next 15 minutes. Um, I guess I'll just uh, take a nap. I, I mean, you said yeah. you gave this back to me. I've, I've booked it for the meeting. Yeah, right. So you've given me permission to do nothing, right? Person yeah. that doesn't work over me. Okay, cool. Yeah, when you have like production stuff to do, and uh, you have a really heavy uh, meeting like week, that's always tough. It's like, yeah, I just you know, you, you at the end of a week, if you're meeting for like two hours a day, it was that that really adds up. And you, <laughs> especially if you have something due at the end of the week, you really have to like force yourself to do extra work when you're not uh at those meetings and it kind of that's uh that's no fun i hate that so much yeah like, ugh. but what uh about any uh any office uh catchphrases you got pat that you hate or like well i like this oh, one I, I like this one sometimes i'll go into the copy room you know i'll go into the copy room i'll make some copies and then i'll stand at the door and when i'm done with my uh copies in hand and i'll go do not Go in there. Woo! <laughs> and then I'll go back to my uh, my desk. People hate that. They hate it. Yeah. We have a quiet <laughs> office. We have a quiet <laughs> office. It's an open office, open floor plan. Uh, people, and they're very old. The people I work with, very old. They do not recognize the the illusion there. Um, people hate it. They just think I'm crazy. So, But that's my favorite, favorite office, uh, Joe Klein. That I do, yeah. yeah. What about uh, what about the 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 fun the the the, the funny wordplay of working hard or hardly working? I, yeah, does that happen to you? I say you that to that? myself. Uh, I mean, I think I say it more than <laughs> yeah. anyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> do you know, I do like to say like I wouldn't say I've been missing it. I do like to say that. <laughs> You're just doing movie quotes, then, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Do you know what I like? It's like John. Hey, hey everybody! John Doe's got the upper hand. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jimmy, what's in the box? What's, what's in, the, in box? the box? That is good. That's good. Max, you get those reports done. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What? I, yeah. It's like Nothing. Pat. Are you ready for the? Are you ready to lead the meeting? And I turn around and I have like Matrix clothes on and like morpheus glasses and i'm like welcome welcome to po- welcome to point break yeah <laughs> morpheus. so anyway i'm dressed as morpheus and i turn around and i say i know kung fu <laughs> people love that that's a good way to start a meeting yeah i've uh i've been revisiting a lot of old keanu reeves movies and by old i mean just speed and point break yeah speed is a uh Bad movie. What? Yeah. Really? It's not a great movie. It's not a great movie. It's not a great movie. You're not correct. I would go point break over speed. Any oh, day. I'm not, I'm not, you know, in the realm of comparing those two because, you know, they're, I think they're both really good, but I think speed is an excellent action movie. Speed holds up very well. It, it's spectacularly paced. It's dynamic, like the, the the stakes change several times throughout the movie. It's a fantastic. It wouldn't work now because there's like that part where they go to the airport and they're like, "Yeah, no cameras can film here." But you know, obviously, a world now there's cameras everywhere. But even then, it would just like I was watching. I'm like, man, that I feel like it'd be easy to have a camera that can see the bus. But 
other, <laughs> other than that, uh, there was like, I was watching it and I'm like, man, this holds up very well. And it's, now I remember one of my best friends was like, she, this was in like third grade. She was so into that movie. And that movie is, you know, pretty violent in some parts. Like a guy's head gets tripped off, someone gets stabbed in the head. You know, there's there's some pretty violent parts in that movie. He and, shoots but, the hostage. Yeah. Oh, Jeff Daniels, yeah, in his most comedic role. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she was, I remember I went to her birthday party in third grade. And her, she was so excited that she got a VHS copy of Speed. And she was like <laughs> eight years old. She freaking loved this movie. And I was like, man, what? Like, I didn't realize it then, but now I'm like, what parents would let this little girl watch this movie? We were yeah. definitely not past third grade. I remember it was definitely third grade or younger. And she had this copy of Speed that she like walked around the whole party with. <laughs> it, I'm thinking about it now. It's fantastic. But I would oh, never man. let my kid watch that movie. No. Do you remember? Like having seen parts of movies that you shouldn't have seen as a very young kid. Yeah. Can you can you remember it? Dude, I remember walking into my friend Tony's house and Wait, um who? He's, his name is Tony. It's not it's not the strip club D- DJ, don't worry. No, but uh I'm I'm, I'm walking Yeah, I will. Um I'm walking in we're in probably second grade, and I'm walking through their living room, and I think they were watching a time to kill. But I walked through at a perfect time. Tell me if this happens in a time to kill, because I haven't seen it since. But I'm walking through, and there's all these people coming out of a courtroom, and then some guy gets shot in the neck, and the blood spurts out of him like a heartbeat. And I noticed it as a child that the blood was coming out with his like pulse. And uh, man, that movie scarred me. And I just saw, saw a guy get shot in the throat. And it messed me up as a child. But um, did that happen in A Time to Kill? Or was I watching a different movie? Um, I, I, I've actually never seen A Time to Kill. Sorry, Pat. Uh, um, yeah, I'm not into these talk but, uh, legal thrillers. Not a... Uh... Not the old nasty Nathan Sharp's game. Yeah. Well, if it was, if that was the specific time to kill, then I was like, I walked in at exactly the right moment. <laughs> that, that sure was the time to kill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the time to do it. Yeah. But I, remember, I remember an R-rated uh, movie, like experiencing like an R-rated movie scene when I was a kid. And I've never seen this movie, but I remember a specific part of it. Uh, the movie was um, Disclosure with, okay. uh, with uh, Demi Moore and Michael Douglas. Have you guys seen this one? Michael Douglas. So, no. Got it. Oh, I haven't seen it. Uh, I, so, it's about he's an executive, I guess, and uh, I think he has an affair with Demi Moore. Um, I think there's some virtual reality in it, too. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember much of it, but I do. The only part that I saw when I was a kid. I think I was walking in and my parents might've been watching it or whatever. And the only thing I heard Demi Moore say was she like, she's in a bedroom and she's like sitting on the edge of a bed. And she goes, she says, she says, you stuck your dick in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, yeah. As a kid, it's like, Whoa. Did she say it mad like that? I think she was the context I got from it was that, Again, haven't seen this movie. Sorry, all you disclosure fans out there. Uh, <laughs> was that 
she <laughs> she might have been mad that he might have been breaking off an affair with her. And oh. her was her her con- trying to convince him that the affair was legitimate it was like you stuck your dick in my mouth. Oh, so like, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was it. It was more like she was angry that he was ending it, and like this is this is why you shouldn't end it because you've done this. Yeah, it's kind of like that part in um, Vanilla Skies where she's like, "You've been in me." She's going crazy there. Kinda oh, like I've, that. I haven't seen that one in a long, long time. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe even never. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it would be cool to see Demi Moore say that today, just like you, like do an impression of you, it's like you stuck your dick in my mouth. Yeah, I would like, right. I would like very much to hear Demi Moore do an impression of me doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you do you have any inappropriate movies you remember from your youth? Just no, but I'm parts. a giant proponent of um of showing children's scary movies and i don't mean this in like a uh that sounds bad <laughs> but i think kids should watch make scary movies. Mother. yeah sounds great because i've watched i remember being told about children of the corn as a child and i remember yeah. other kids telling me how scary this movie was and uh um, yeah. you know i remember <laughs> then seeing it as an adult and bursting out laughing multiple times because it was like so bad and there was like complete with like you know throats getting slit and then you just it'll cut to someone's face and then there's just like the blood spatter all over their face and it's like the the comedy timing is gold and so like i want just like right now when i say this movie is corny nice perfect children of the corny super good comedic time corn corn with a k Oh, yeah, yeah. backwards R. Yeah. No, the K was backwards. No, oh, the K was forward. R was backwards. Uh, oh, and that was capital, too, which is also weird. Boom, ba dee Boom, boom, ba dee ba <laughs> I don't... God's hey. alive. <laughs> hey, so, you like corn. I, uh, I like, cor- I like my, corn. My liking of corn is neither here or there. <laughs> I'm talking about the film. I'm talking about of the, a, of the corn. Now there's a difference, Max. There's a difference between a film and a movie. So I've been telling myself I want to I'll live by a, a new mantra, and that's uh, films are stupid. Watch movies, or films are boring. Watch movies. You know what I mean? Like a time oh, to kill we, the firm. We need some merch. Those are films. We need some merch. I think that's a good merch line. I'm gonna write that down. What'd you say? Films suck, are watch, stupid. Films suck. Watch films are stupid. Fil- watch movies. Or films are boring. <laughs> watch movies. Yeah. Films are <laughs> films are stupid. Watch movies. Got yeah. It. Films yeah, are like stupid. It. Yeah, like that fits better. Films so are actually, stupid. the full watch quote movies. is: uh, "Films are stupid. Uh, watch movies, and then movies are long. Watch wrestling. That's what I use on the other. Uh, but, <laughs> but for this one, we're movie people here." Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And I'm gonna wear that shirt. I'm gonna wear that shirt to Bush Garden sometime. They made a lot of play for it. Yeah, they'll love People, that. Yeah, they're gonna love that there. <laughs> That'll work. That's gonna go great at Bush Gardens. Yeah, I'm gonna love. I I think I'm gonna start the merch game, guys. Okay. I think we I think we need some merch. Sure. I'm gonna do. I'm writing. I'm gonna underline 
Merge all caps in my notes. Yeah. Got it. People will buy anything. No, I just, just just for us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll buy anything. Yeah. So this is just our office work uniform. This is our polo shirt, our embroidered (laughs) polo shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. If we had like a, is it a hit golf outing? And you saw where that, that teal green polos with the, is it a hit logo on it? That'd be fantastic. Yeah. We could get that into the for golf about it. Oh, uh, clothing line. Vertical yeah. integration. Vertical integration, guys. We'll we'll make out a little bit and then we'll wear for golf about it shirts. It'll be yep. cool. Everything you just said. Also, Nate, you said something about Children of the Corn and we interrupted you continuously. Oh, <laughs> go, go yeah. ahead. So what was supposed to be a scary movie, which would have been a scary movie if I was like nine or ten, maybe eleven, became funny. Yeah. And it would have been awesome at twelve because it's bloody and stuff. So it, I think it's really you're robbing children of a certain, you know, of a certain <laughs> like you're 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 robbing them of an opportunity to watch a good scary movie because there's always scary like there's movies that scare adults, you know. Yeah, yeah. those exist, and those are like too an scary inconvenient for children. Truth. So yeah. not think exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a scary movie to me. Uh, I inconvenient truth. <laughs> you know what's funny, Nate? You kind of brought this up that I, I kind of connect with is that the the idea that like you were told in third grade that some movie was scary and you carried that review with you for your entire life, right? I've done that. Yeah. I've had that with me movies too, where yeah. like, like, oh man, I heard. This and then like you sit down to watch a movie and it's just trash the story doesn't make any sense there's barely any like action or anything like that it's just kind of okay and then you're like man i was i thought i always thought this movie was gonna be amazing you know it's like um the phantom from like you know 1995 a movie with guns oh my god yeah right and it was just Ooh. like it's like some kid in like you know third grade was like, dude, the Phantom is awesome, and you're like, oh, I can't wait to see the Phantom, and you just never get to see the Phantom, and then uh, you tune in when you're like 35, and you're like, ah, oh, that fucking third grader lied to me. This is garbage. Fuck you, Billy Zane. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, uh, but it could also go the other way because uh, I had friends uh, growing up that were like super into T2. Uh, oh yeah, you know Judgment Day. And I had ne- I didn't see it until I was older, and that movie is obviously fantastic. You know, it's one of the better action movies that's ever been made. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, you know, could go either way. Sometimes kids know what they're talking about. Sometimes they don't. Kids are jerks. They're dumb. And right. um, kids are dumb. That's your uh, the name of the next song, right, Nate? Yeah, that was going right in the notes. <laughs> kids with a notes. backwards Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kids with the backwards are yeah let's uh yeah let's uh let's get corn in this episode real yeah. good boom ba dee ba boom ba dee ba why did he do that that's the noise that's the corn noise i know that's the corn noise but he did that in multiple songs that i know two of their songs no. and in both he does that. no he only does it, it in freaking a leash just freak yeah. he does leash, it right? in others yeah. another one because I remember telling a kid, like, ah, what's, you know, 
I liked that song. I liked that Freak on a Leash song. And I listened to another, and then there wasn't it. And then I listened to another one, and there was it. He does it multiple times. Loves it. Maybe okay. maybe you're a bigger you corn think, man. I, you're a corn fan better than I am, then. You just know yeah. the one. I think, think I know two. You, you think there's a you think there's a font in Microsoft Office that's the corn font that just has backwards R's? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's probably, like probably. Yeah. If, if not, they should patch it. Yeah. If I've thought of it, someone else has definitely thought of it also. Yeah. And and put a bunch of time and work into it so that it's released yeah. on uh, you know everyone's computer. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, Nate, do you got what you need? I have a, a smorgasbord of topics here, but I'll uh... <laughs> yeah. What do you got? You got I got a uh, uh, hurried boss into a meeting. You know that was a fun one. Uh, you know working hard, hardly working. Uh, Pat's eating handfuls of food over a sink. <laughs> uh, also, um, kids watching R-rated movies. That's a fun one. Yeah. Uh, and then I just wrote corn. Yeah, corn. So you take with uh, you know with you what you want, and uh, we'll see what comes out of it. I t- I wrote down gummy bear. Oh yeah, gummy and then bear. I also. I also wrote down reviews by third graders. <laughs> I wrote films are stupid. Watch movies. Movies are long. Watch wrestling. <laughs> I like that a lot. It's <laughs> pretty good. That one got me on the second go round. So yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's, uh, let's give Nate some time, see what he comes up with. And we'll get back to you guys after this. Given Nate some space, locked him in a closet for a week or so, and he gave us the special knock, told us that he was ready to come out, and uh, that he's got a song ready for us. Pretty yeah. excited. We've got a song ready. We're we're feeling it. We're happy for it. I'm happy for you, the listeners. Uh, how how clean is the crawl space that we chain you to? Is it is it filthy, or did you clean up before we let you out? Well. I gotta, I gotta tell you, I'm not happy with the crawl space situation. I've been eminently dissatisfied, and you know what? I understand that my rider is not very specific. It calls for a nondescript crawl space. It doesn't mention anything about any sort of ratio of spiders to other creepy crawlies. But I'm just generally unpleased. Yeah, I think that's just kind of like the malaise of life. But again, chaining you to a crawl space, that's all part of your process. You asked for this. You know, if I yeah, could, I would just let you live with your wife in the meantime between episodes, but I mean, this is this is your process, man. You said you wanted to do this, so we're going to we're going to follow through with it. This is how we do it on a Friday night, people. <laughs> uh, a quick recap of the notes I had from last time. Uh, we got some, uh, Pat talking about seeing a guy with a bone hat. That was weird. Um, he was a real bonehead. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, onlyfriends.com. Can't remember exactly what that was, but it, uh, Oh, I can recap that. Yeah. So that would be, yeah. Onlyfriends.com. We're going to create a website where women 
or or gay men, whoever receives dick pics, basically you would be able to monetize unwanted dick pics sent to you. So whoever sends you a dick pic, you could, you know, post it on onlyfriends.com and then that would generate revenue and then you would get the money from those dick pics. And I think this is a brilliant solution. I think this is the way to go. I think it's the way of the future. And um, yeah, onlyfriends.com for the the only for the the friend zoned people that won't take no for an answer, make money off their dick pics. <laughs> well, can't wait to monetize that opportunity. That's great. Um, I'll talk a little bit about Sean Connery, uh, maybe for the episode out of our. You've talked a lot about Sean Connery, yeah. I don't yeah, think we right. did any imp- impersonations last time, though. Uh, they were probably there. Yeah, probably. Um, also mentioned some office banter. Don't know how people got with that. Uh, and I also, what else do I have written here? Uh, broke corn with the backwoods R. Um, that was nice. Yeah. I've done that a while. I'm assuming I'm assuming that uh, Nate's going to be doing a lot of oomba dibba, oomba dibba. To be honest, in this next song. To be honest, I uh, completely forgot about all the. Uh, I forgot all. I forgot all of it. Wait, wait. I Do forgot that again? about that part. Why is your corn impression from like Louisiana? <laughs> well, it's like. Uh, Do it one more time. You can't have a good jambalaya without you can't some corn. Have a good jambalaya <laughs> without corn. That's right. Do you honestly? Can you not do boom ba diba boom ba diba? I don't think he's do you saying always um ba diba um ba ba diba. It's not. He's not <laughs> talking about Mandela here. He's saying like um ba diba ma diba. Hey, he's not doing that. He's he's, <laughs> he's going. <laughs> no, he's not. There's no Creole. <laughs> this is not. This is not a tribute to the ANC. This is. He's just spouting. He he's spouting about he's, his he's making love noise. of the the deep bayou. <laughs> okay, well, call in uh, listeners and let me know if I'm right or Nate's right. Should Corn yeah. have had some some Creole, you know, flair when he uh, did his breakdowns or not? I think that would be pretty funny to hear. I don't think that's how he sounded. Or just call in and do some impressions of corn in other dialects. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Like a South African corn. That'd be cool. That'd be great. Brecky and Pretoria. Am I right? Yeah. That's uh, right. Ye brew. All right. Well, so I do have to mention, listen, I'm a busy man and I'm a lazy man. And these two things do not, uh, they don't gel well. So. Listeners, you will be getting a little little touch of the of the uh, how you how do you say it? The 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 sprinkles, the overdubbing of sprinkles that I put on this um, after old 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 patty cakes and uh, and maxi cakes get a chance to to get get their hands on the on the exclusive cut. Yeah, this song is uh, from a movie soundtrack. That is the song called. This song, uh, you'll 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 hear it. It's no, it's tell me say this song is no. called and then start it. Absolutely not. <laughs> What's this song called? Absolutely this not. Two thousand one Chrysler Sebring convertible. 
Top down, writing style. Living for the next level. In a four story high rise. I'm parking in my own spot. The asphalt's burning, getting hot. Hey, Susie, nice Camaro. Boss in a hurry, please don't stare. Living in an office space. 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 Good little worker fly. Time to retire, it's time to die. This is not the time or place. You're living in an office space. Lucy drinks at every meal. Roger wants supplies to steal. Maria talks about this and that. Patty wears a skullbone hat. You'll never leave. Tighten your tie. Don't look wet worth in the eye. Don't play around. Neutral face. You're on the clock. It's a rat race. Living in an office space. 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 Good little worker fly. Time to retire, it's time to die. This is not the time or place. was that song that's that's a tight three tight three minutes that's a tight tight three minutes a tight three and minutes. it was correct me if i'm wrong verse chorus verse chorus chorus verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus four bar in two bar interlude chorus 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 yeah man that is you got the format correct for a pop hit yeah um that's yeah. So what what was the name of this this tune? This song's called uh, "Living in an Office Space" or just just Office Space. So this is uh, <laughs> I I know Mike Judge would like go movie. for this, but you know when he does the special edition, that movie doesn't start off with a classic '80s like the name of the movie in a really overly simple song. This does kind of sound like 
an eighties movie intro. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. What, and then I wrote down eighties pop for sure. I wrote down eighties pop. Do you have any specific artists that you were going for? No, I don't listen to music. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah. This, this uh, strikes me as if say at the height of their initial popularity in like 1982, uh, Mike Nichols decides to make a, a, a you know an office rat race movie and hires Devo to do the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I definitely I, I think you 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 kind of vacillate wildly between uh, <laughs> Randy Newman and Devo, and you know what? I'm fine with it. That's fine. It it did sound like Devo, and I, you know that uh, the harmonies, the deep voice with the yeah. For sure. Ooh, I did forget um, one. There was one, uh, also yeah. Oingo Boingo. I do. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, I can hear that. to be like an Oingo Boingo song. So I lied. Yeah. No, I can see that. That works. That fits. That fits well. And you got a lot of our, our references in there. I like that. Yeah. yeah like, you killed uh, it with the references in this one. This, this is, uh, I, I was worried that this song wasn't going to be anything about what we talked about. Because you introduced it with a, you know, it's a movie trailer. I'm like, God, that was from like four episodes ago. Were you just playing Street Fighter again? <laughs> but uh, no, this is like, you're right on point with uh, with catching everything we were saying. We talked about the toupee made of, made of hair. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the hat made of hair. That was good. Yeah. The skull bone hat. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Um, And you got you got our, our references to the, you know, inside the office. You said, do not go in there. I like that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I do think that you're, you're becoming more and more comfortable with the, the format of pop songs because I, I couldn't tell if the, typically there's a story in your songs and while you painted a picture, I wouldn't say that there's ne- necessarily a narrative. Would you agree with that? Yeah, no narrative. That was, uh, uh I did, I, I wrote out a narrative. Let me see what I wrote. I wrote out. You had I wrote out office. I wrote out office, and then I wrote out like turns into a Lord of the Flies, and then right. it was. Uh, and it was like yeah, time to retire. It's time to die. But um, yeah, you know, it's too heavy. Yeah. Um. You know what I actually got? Um. That I I, I was thinking about is the that haiku from from um, the Fight Club. Did you ever did you ever uh, watch Fight Club where he gets in trouble for um, he gets in trouble for for copying really weird uh, haikus in the printer and like copying, um, you know, Fight Club stuff? I can't remember that a long time. Not remember that part. No, I don't remember that either. Yeah. So you said the, the part that reminds me of it. Because you were when you said you know the it's time you know time to retire time to die or whatever, and uh, the whole idea was what was the worker something what was the line there uh, worker fly say, busy little worker fly little worker something fly. like that yeah Good little worker fly yeah the so the the quote from uh, Chuck Palahniuk's book there is worker bees can leave even drones can fly away the queen is their slave. So that I didn't know if that was an allusion to that. I was thinking about it um, the whole time. And I was like, when's this going to devolve 
you know, I was looking for either the, the building to be burned down a la the movie office space, or I was looking for a violent turn um, a la Fight Club. But I got, I'll say this, maybe it's just because I love Fight Club so much, but I got those aesthetics. Despite the music, like I got, I got like the, the, the dreariness uh, and mundanities of, of office work life. And uh, I think that came through strong. So I think that was a really good job. I think you did nicely there. I, I, yeah, I did think, not I think even this could think have been about Fight Club, actually. Come to think of it, I you, didn't yeah. even realize that. Huh. Interesting. This yeah. could have easily been uh, put in front of Working Girl, and it wouldn't even change anything about the movie. I, thought, I think it would play really well there. <laughs> yeah. So I, here's the thing. I don't think this is your best song, but I think it's incredibly marketable. Yes. That's yeah. what I think. You know, and I think that's actually a good place to be in because how many artists do you know that they released a song that wasn't their favorite, but it made them, you know, billions of dollars, you know? So maybe this is one of those cases. I would, uh, yeah. I think that there's something there. Yeah, even Nickelback made a made a movie soundtrack song, and you know they probably didn't want to, but they got to pay the bills. Yeah, Nickelback was struggling for cash at the time, so thank God they were able to make some money, you know, after all their hits to <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Um, Maybe now they'll be quarterback. <laughs> nice. No, it wasn't. Um, I hate that joke. <laughs> Cut that out. Damn it. No way. No way. If I'm going to struggle over my words and leave it in, you're going to you're going to have some bad jokes here and there. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think I think that I'd have to listen to it again. I don't dislike it. Um, I don't. I can't say that I was pulled in. Um, as much as some of your other songs, um, the, the previous song, you know, the fantastic bird boy, um, even though that's not my favorite genre of song, I was still, you know, glued to my screen, so to speak, while I was listening, I was very engaged. Um, I wouldn't say I was engaged here, um, as I was there, but I think it's the better song. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's, it's hard to explain. This song definitely serves a purpose and i but i don't think that purpose is to sell records you know like it, it, it's it's made for the beginning of a movie setting the tone for an 80s workplace comedy drama yeah with a return so they they use it to be the at the beginning of the 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 80s movie right so they're getting all the credits in there in the beginning and then you return to this track when the uh, the quirky you know uh, female lead gets into her hijinks in her office space, and it's a return to that energy, you know, after after there was some tr- uh, trials and tribulations when they start you know coming together as a team and start scheming as a group. This is the the song makes a return for their, the montage of their hijinks. So yeah. yeah. It's um, a good. It's a real budget movie. I don't. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna pay a lot of bills on a movie that uh, that needs to recycle the same song twice. That's a common thing I said. 
It's definitely a thing. It's return to the theme. Come on, come on. Yeah. How, how about this? I don't think this this song will win Nate a Grammy, but it might win him an Oscar. <laughs> okay, yeah. Or it might just you know pay for a car. Do Who they knows? Make daytime Oscars. Yes, and like uh, local Oscars. <laughs> just, I, I want to go for a local daytime like, Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> movies you watch during the day. Yeah, yeah, they sure do. Like the UPN this, sort of this is circuit. That's what that I want. Only shown from twelve to three. At <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is an Oscar for all those CW made-for-TV movies. Oh, a Lifetime. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't. Shoot. How do we? How do we rate this? Because we basically just have yes or no, right? We have our system is thumbs up, thumbs down, and I've tried to explain. You know, I like this song, but I don't know if I can lean towards it. So there's some, you know, it's it's a, you know, it's a spectrum. I don't know how far to hit I can go, but I do think that we could make money off this. I think that we could sell Ooh. this to Good. to either local commercials or um, some small time movie. Yeah. Okay. So that's a, a good point you're making because. I think you're saying you don't think it's a hit, but it can be a hit from the from a financial standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Nate, what would you say okay. to that? Well, I'm feeling it. My one bit of uh, you know trepidation here is thinking about the fact that uh, this movie is blatant Stan Bush style. You know, Stan Bush made the touch for uh, <laughs> for the movie Cobra based on Stan Bush. Based on I don't the, know any Stan Bushes. You're Frank Stallone, man. You probably mean Frank Stallone. Yeah, you probably mean Frank Frank Stallone. Stallone. Yeah. But so that was based on uh, the movie Iron Eagle, where, you know, the kid has the touch, right? So, but but it's not so blatant. This one is made for the movie Office Space. Based on the movie (laughs) Office Space. (laughs) Well, actually, actually just based on, you know, routine life, but... uh, so what I'm, I'm I'm slightly trepidatious about. We need someone shameless enough to include in the beginning of their movie a reference to a different movie, and that requires. <laughs> I'm not saying that the director will be you know B or C grade level, but I can't imagine that they have a lot of funding for this. Wait, now, are you what you're saying just... that? <laughs> this movie just because of the song because it references point break and speed and, and it well that, that that i think that's okay i'm thinking more just in terms of the reference to the movie office space in itself oh got it you know well what's easier right so we have we have two things we can do you've made a 80s theme song to the actual movie office space 90s movie. so we can either Correct. Eight, well, Office Space. No, I'm saying if yes, right. Ninety nine, I believe. Mm. If Office Space was released in the '80s, this is the song that would they'd use. That's what I'm saying. A hundred percent. Yes. Now that didn't happen, and we're we are we kind of paint ourselves into a corner here because we can't really go to another studio and say, "Hey, can you use this theme song in your?" movie because they're gonna be like why is it all about office space right so we can either 
travel dimension where office space didn't happen and it's the 80s, right? Or we can gaslight some executive and try to make him believe that office space was his idea. And then we just try to get him to produce another movie called The Office Space. I like this. I like this a lot. (laughs) I've seen these types of movies a million times in the bins at gas stations. Yeah. The idea that we're, we're basically doing our best to, um, elicit the viewers that like the office space into believing that they're watching the same thing, right? Like how many knockoffs of like Friday the 13th are there? I feel like, I feel like the, um, the horror movies, you know, Halloween, Friday the 13th, you know, like all these puppet movies, they're all like knockoffs of Chucky or, you know, Friday the 13th or, or, uh, or other horror movies. They knock off stuff shamelessly. We just need to start doing that with good, <laughs> with regular movies. Bargain bin versions of Office Space. We could do that. That's easy. But do office, we have offices to... are all empty right now. Is instant shooting location. That's true. Well, yeah, but do we? Or we could just try to make a movie that you know is a is a what's the what's the not retcon. What's a reboot? Reboots are hot. Is it has it been long enough so that we can remake Office Space again? I don't see why not. They did it for Fantastic Four like three times in a row within the span of five years. (laughs) Yeah, they did. They did it with Spider-Man as well. There's been three different Spider-Men or four different Spider-Men now in our lifetimes. So that's pretty crazy. Joel (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah, you guys remember Joel Spiderman. He's my favorite Spiderman. Um, yeah, so I guess the thing that bothers me is that we'll have to do a lot of legwork to make this song uh, financially viable. I guess I just argued myself into this is not a hit. Mm, I, I I think we're I think we're on our way though. I'm I'm gonna say yes from the scope of it's. It, it, it's it, it could serve as a movie soundtrack, uh, you know, kind of the, the the bones of a movie soundtrack. And then, you know, you could take the audio for it and use it as like the, the score. And you could you could easily make this into a full movie soundtrack with this, this style. OK. All right. Well, I'm going to go where I think we're going to disagree again. I'm going to go not a hit because I feel like I'll have to do a lot of legwork. I don't want to gaslight uh, a movie executive again. Um, I don't want to remake or reboot Office Space, and I'm not entirely sure that parallel dimensions exist. Okay. Well, I'm going to say hit because I think there's a lot of monetary uh, possibilities with this song. Well, if you're unhappy with my review, Nate, the only thing you can do is make us a bunch of money with this hit, man. Prove me wrong. Going out there right now, I'm gaslighting as many as many executives as I possibly can. You be ready, Pat. Do you know why? Because you said uh, not a hit. You're in on none of the financials of this decision. <laughs> you're using my. You're using phrases I said. What? Which phrases? Skullbone hat. Huh? That's mine. Skullbone hat. I did that. I did that. Debatable. 
<laughs> Do not go in there. That's Pat. Would Dolly yeah, Parton give you the publishing? Do you think Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton would give you the publishing in this situation? No. Dolly, you know what Dolly Parton did is didn't she marry her producer or manager? I don't know the specifics, uh, think, but I know that she has her own Barbara's theme park, fan. and it wasn't by sharing publishing rights. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're either in this together or I'm burning this whole thing down. I know all your weaknesses, nasty Nathan Sharp. What's well, a promising, a promising uh, conversation right there? Um, on that note, uh, you guys got anything else before we close it up? No, I thought you know, great, great work, great work, not a hit. Keep up the good work. You you failed. That's a that's your best pop song yet. Not a hit. I say it's a hit, and uh, please see the the notes, my notes for. Uh, reasons um, all right well good show guys uh we'll close it out and uh just a quick reminder about the voicemail voicemail has been streaming in it's been great uh 707-780-2448 707 780 hit all right <laughs> we will see you all next week bye 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 bye, bye. Wait, don't go. We have a voicemail. Uh, this is a, I think, a new caller, but let's hear what he has to say. Hey there, boys. I'm calling here from South Texas, and I wanted to let you guys know that The Ballad of Bird Boy was a hit. I loved it. My brisket damn near fell out of my mouth while I listened to that. So I wanted to uh, let you guys know how good it was. And um, as a rabid wrestling fan here, uh, I want you know I've really got into your podcast because I followed Nasty Nation Sharp, Nathan Sharp around his career. And uh, uh, anyways, you know I got I wanted I have a hankering for you know some more wrestling themed songs. So um, as a rabid fan, you know we're not planning on killing Nathan yet. But, um, you know, we, we consider it if we do not hear a, you know, a luchador themed, uh, country western style, maybe a mariachi style song. So, uh, I hope you guys are going to throw something like that in the mix. And, but, um, uh, you know, keep it western, you know. So, anyways, I want to tell you guys, Bird Boy, best song yet, and keep up the good work. But, uh, let's hear some more wrestling stuff. Well, this guy definitely knows what he's talking about. And it's also the first person that I've encountered uh, on this podcast that is also a wrestling fan. So I think this is some good vertical integration opportunities for you, Nasty Nathan Sharp. What do you think? Listen, I'm trying to integrate every way possible. I'm, I'm talking about vertical. I'm talking about horizontal. I'm talking about inside of pinning predicaments, even with your fingers inside of your opponent's mouths, trying to grab the content of songs <laughs> deep from within their gullet. You know, I'm looking, looking for every possibility possible. So, that said, fine, sir. If you just take some of that brisket out of your mouth and you let my fingers down, <laughs> deep down, 
Let me scrape the back of your tongue with them. Get that white gunk off of there. Give it a little sniff so I know the sorts of bacteria that your mouth harbor so that I can really see what's inside of your gut biome, which in turn tells me what's inside of your heart, sir. Let me speak directly to you. Inside of you, deep, deep in your ventricles. Have you ever had a, have you ever had something touch your, your aorta? You know, your left atrium, oh, yeah. your right ventricle. Pat, have you? Max, have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the I thought time. you were talking to the caller. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was. I was. I was, I was talking. I, I want him to, to want what you have, you know? Us humans were driven by envy and lust for power, but mostly envy. You're an envy guy? I'm a power guy. Yeah, you yeah. got that lust for power. It's a good lust. Yeah, well, if, he's, if, he's, if he's an envy bit. guy, Pat, you seem more like a sloth guy. Yeah, I'm a sloth power guy. Yeah, like, I don't want to do much, but I want it all. Well, uh, so you, you, you're pretty uh, detailed in how you want to talk to him. What do you want to say? <laughs> we'll figure that out we'll figure that out as we get to the, <laughs> the appropriate episode but I'm, yeah you, you painted a very vivid picture about how you want to talk to him. well i'm gonna talk to him <laughs> through a song it. i'm gonna talk to him through the power of music oh, got it okay well maybe on a future episode you'll you'll listen to this caller specifically and you'll you'll uh you'll be able to talk directly to his uh all of those body parts you just discussed. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. I I like that this guy was uh, super invested, and uh, you know, and he he's aware that uh, once we hit a threshold of fa- super fans, you know, the obvious only thing to have happen is for them to go rabid and tear nasty Nathan Sharp limb from limb after they suplex him to death. That's so what I'm I, about. I appreciate the guy. Yeah, that's that guy. He 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 mentioned the reckoning, and um, one day the reckoning shall be upon us, and I can't wait for that day. Yeah, it, I, I I didn't know that uh, a luchador theme song was also a western type song. So you know, you learn something new every day. Yeah, I think that'd be great. I think you could do that. You could pull that off. That guy's doing a better job than we are. Yeah. You All heard right, it well, here. You heard it here. Fair Texas uh, stranger. <laughs> yeah, and that guy definitely sounded like he was born and raised in Texas. If I've ever heard someone, absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's a southern yeah. man. I think out of all of our friends, he would be the this caller would be the one who I would most assume was from Texas. All of our friends and callers. I mean, yes, yeah, yeah. Of all our listeners, uh, he is definitely the most Texan of our fans for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, good stuff. Thank you, caller. Uh, for anyone else who's looking to call in, who was inspired by that caller to think, huh, I want, I want my local dialect to be heard on this, uh, fair podcast. Our number is 707-780-2448. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. And, uh, hopefully you talk funny. All right. Yeah. We'll, uh, hear, we'll, uh, we'll hear you guys, everyone else next week. Bye. Bye.